welcome to the Latest Science of Sport podcast. I'm your host, Matt Solomon, and today I'm delighted to be joined by João Francisco Almeida. So João is a physiotherapist with the Portuguese gymnastics team, and recently he's been to the European Games, where he helped athletes recover optimally between their performances. So who better today to discuss how you can improve your recovery than João? So without further ado, it's time to welcome him onto the show. So João, welcome to the Science of Sport podcast. It's a pleasure to have you here. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to be here, mate. It's it's uh, it's unbelievable that uh, that we can uh, we can like discuss this at this level and uh, and thank you very much for inviting me. Oh, thank you very much for joining us. So, can you give us a quick introduction as to who you are and what you've been up to until now? Yeah, of course. Um, so my name is uh, João Francisco Almeida. I'm a physiotherapist from uh, from Portugal. Um, I also did my post graduation in strength and conditioning um, and osteopathy. I uh, have a master also in sports physiotherapy uh, from uh, Jim Bernat in uh, Barcelona. And uh, since uh, I was an athlete, I was a gymnastics, uh, artistic gymnastics athlete uh, for all my life. So uh, connected to sports and to high demanding sports since I, since I knew myself. And uh, I did the transition to, to, the, to the sports physiotherapy since, uh, since, since like, I finished my degree. So working with gymnastics uh, for all that time, but also being, being connected to rugby, volleyball, uh, roller hockey, uh, and also football. And uh, and yeah, so basically working in uh, in sports and uh, individual and and uh, and uh, team sports and connected to to different federations and uh, to the Portuguese Olympic Committee also. Awesome, and that's that's where you were recently, right, at the uh, European Games. Yeah, yeah, just uh, just came from the European Games, uh, 13 days, almost 15 days in uh, in Poland uh, on the third edition of the European Games, like uh, many Olympic Games, but for European countries, and uh, it's uh, it was an awesome experience. And uh, you've got a new a new challenge coming up as well, uh, very shortly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, <laughs> moving to, to Saudi Arabia so basically like uh, I'm moving to the football world again and uh, into the into the Al Fiyad, uh, a club that uh, came to the first division on uh, the first uh, division of Saudi league and uh, competing in uh, in Riyadh uh, against uh, the no well-known club of Al Nasr of Ronaldo and uh, Benzema so uh, anxious for the challenge because uh, the, the investment on the league it's it's uh, it's crazy right now. So uh, also anxious for the for the for the challenge. Awesome, mate! Awesome. But we're here to discuss um, tournament competition. So specifically a bit about recovery because I know recently you did a really interesting talk on that, and obviously you've just applied it all in in the tournament at the European Games. So. Like, firstly, why is it important for athletes to recover between competitions or matches? First of all, like recovery processes are are, are um, in a in a they're a popular uh, thing right now because sports is 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 making a path in the physical performance a huge path on the physical performance more much more I guess much more than technical, but the the physical demands and the physical evolution of the athletes in in most of the sports. Um, is huge. Uh, we see the difference from even from team from team sports as uh, football, basketball. Uh, the physicality it's it's way bigger than it was. Uh, players are much more intense, much more uh, 
faster, stronger. So they 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 are much more uh, physically active than 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 they were. Also, uh, the demands of the sports in terms of money, investments, etc., uh, it's way higher than it was. So also the media and all the leagues and all the the, the environment around the sports is making a path of uh, taking the sport into a, a into entertainment, taking the sport into a, a higher level of competition. So uh, putting even more games, putting even more um, competitions in between the calendar. So um, imagine a, a football player, I don't know, for 15, 20 years ago, didn't have uh, the amount of, of games that they, they, they have to right now. Uh, NBA, they, they play a lot of games, play like 80 or almost 80 games per year. Um, even in in, uh, in track and field, now they have like different leagues uh, in between the and different meetings in between the the, the major competitions. So uh, the recovery processes uh, like uh, took uh, a path of, of also um, of also like uh, followed the, the physicality. So an athlete is much more uh, physically active, uh, is competing much more, is uh, aiming for much more performance and results. So, which a high volume of trainings and uh, and games, so basically it has to recover well, but because also as we know, the athlete is better when he trains, when he plays, and not only on the on the on the on the gym or on the, the physical part. So technically, he still has to perform, and recovering between those processes, it's uh, it become like vital too for the athlete to to be in a higher level. Absolutely excellent. So. <clears throat> Excuse me. So when, when we're talking about recovery, then obviously there's there's loads of different things that you see coming through, right? You see like ice baths, and now you need the compression boots and you need electrical stimulation. But what, what's then the, the basics of recovery? Because we can we can get into some of the more interesting like therapeutic side of things later. But what are the real basics that athletes need to hit, and what are the scientific recommendations which which back that up? Yeah, obviously that. <laughs> We all we always like think on the latest trend on strength and conditioning, latest trend on technical parts on training. Like we all know, we all always aim for the last trend, the last. Uh, and we see we talked about Ronaldo and uh, we saw the like the creosauna that he has and uh, etc. And we see like a lot of different elite players or elite athletes recovering from all the different types of modalities. But the thing is, uh, we don't. Uh, we don't. We never have to forget the basics, and and the and that also applies to strength and conditioning to the training. The basics, it's what it maintains and it holds the 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 the, the base of the training or or the technical part. So, uh, it's the same as recovery. Um, when we talk about recovery, we never have to forget that there are like it's like a pyramid where like the base is the most important. Then that base is divided in three vital things: sleep, the mental parts, so the the the, to- the coping skills that you have to deal with stress and etc., and also the nutrition. So the the base, like the fuel for for your sport, for your well-being, it's uh, it's it's the fuel that you have on your body, and that is given by also by the nutritional part. So those are the the the, the basic things. And with the, with all this demanding on sports, and also for example talking about the media, um, we have like football games starting at 9 p.m finishing at 11, 11, 30, and the players, we forget, we go home, but we forget that the players still have to shower, still have to recover, still have to go home, sleep, and probably get uh, traveling for 
that place for to home or traveling to another place to play another game in two or three days. Um, so we have to still to have to pay to attention to this to these small details and to the base of, of the pyramid and sleep sleep better eat better and like cope better with your with your stress uh, and with your with the, the load that you apply into the mental part is is the base of, of recovery and obviously we can we can kind of break those down as well individually so when it comes to sleep what should athletes be doing in terms of sleep between their competitions so basically in terms of sleep um it's different the sleep is different if we talk about different ages um as we grow grow older um the necessity of sleep gets less uh, it's it's a it's a it's a we don't we don't need to 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 spend that much time sleeping and recovering in the sleep but the sleep normally tends to be much more much more important to recover on the physical part also in terms of um of the sleep um there's the medium of the 8 hours like um, 40 hours per 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 week or 8 hours per day that you have to sleep it's the medium uh, obviously there are, that are it's it's a little bit individual there are players or there are athletes there are, there are people that Need to sleep less, and there are people that need to sleep a little bit uh, uh, more than than the than the medium. But the usual, it's the eight nine hours of sleep uh, per day for a medium of a twenty five uh, year old athlete or twenty five year old person, an active person. Um, how can we do it? Um, it has a lot of of things around it, um, but mainly focusing on the setting of the sleep. So if the sleep is is uh, is good, uh, if the setting is good, you can recover well. You can you wake up naturally, wake up feeling good, feeling recovered. Um, in terms of like muscle pain or soreness that you feel normally, it's uh, during the sleep that soreness and that uh, that muscle pain or that uh, uh, physical pain uh, decreases. So the levels of cortisol decreases. So all this those stress normally it's relieved during the sleep, uh, and that. Is due to the setting that you sleep, to the ways that you prepare your sleep, um, the caffeine or, or supplements that you take during the day that can influence sleep. Um, also, the the, the 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 blue light of the screen. So preparing your sleep, the, the amount of contact of blue light that you have, uh, also the sounds that you can apply or not during the sleep. If if the setting is is a setting that you feel comfortable and you don't have any sound that awakes uh, your 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 brain and that doesn't allow you to rest properly um and also the the ability to um put your sleep uh, according to the to the to the to the daylight so basically our our eyes uh, receive the daylight and they are the the most important receivers of the of the of the light that's why the blue light has a huge influence on on the sleep and um and the melatonin, basic in, in terms of basic stuff, but the melatonin and cortisol levels are regulated by the daylight. So it's it's also good for us to um, try to adapt our sleep and our recovery process to the daylight. Um, it's hard during competitions, but actually we can try to do it and we can try to apply. Absolutely excellent. And um, <clears throat> obviously the mental side of it is a really, really big one. Um, and I don't want to get too much into it because we're going to talk for about half an hour. But are there little mental tricks that athletes can use to to kind of improve their recovery on the mental side of things? Yeah, obviously. Um, obviously, I'm not going to, to enter in, in to, spe to a specific uh, thing, but uh, in terms of recovery, 
um, there are f simple simple tips and simple things that we can do. For example, um, preparing the next day, it's a huge difference for some athletes for before going to sleep and avoiding, for example, the blue light, grab like a piece of paper or a, or a, um, or I don't know, like a, depends on what you have, but for example, a, a book or small book or some, uh, some, uh, some piece of paper and just write what you did on that day, what, what you missed on the day and what you're, what you're aimed for the, for the next day, what's your goal, what you have to do. And before going to sleep is just spend like 15 minutes or 10 minutes, like recording your day and aiming for the next days or for the next, or for the next couple of weeks and trying to see, okay, I have these goals and I'm, I did this today and for tomorrow I cannot miss this and this and this, and the day it's going to be like this, this, and this. So it's a small tip that some athletes feel that make a huge difference because they, they spend like 15 minutes more or less uh, reflecting on the day, reflecting on the activities, uh, trying to, to make it to, to, differentiate the perspective that they had uh, immediately after training or during training of some actions that they did, uh, reflecting on what can they change for the next days or for the next trainings. And at the same time, they are av avoiding like contact with blue light, with cell phones and et cetera. They are like in a rest environment, thinking on the things like distressing a little bit and preparing for the next, uh, for the next challenges. So it's a, for example, it's a small tip that some methods can, can, uh, can do. Also, some of some athletes feel that meditation is a huge, uh, huge difference, and they can do this mentally. They can do this process mentally on some meditation before sleeping, and it's already some evidence about it, and uh, that creates a better sleep and creates a better uh, distress uh, during the next days or during the next uh, the next trainings. So, in terms of wellness, they 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 registered. Uh, better wellness uh, scores on on the next days. So it's it's it. There are a lot of tips, but these two uh, simple ones, I guess, are the the best ones and the most uh, easy to apply because it's no no money no money implied. You don't have to 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 do anything. Just think and reflect and meditate on what you do and prepare your next day. Perfect, perfect. And the last one you mentioned was food, right? So. Yeah. What can what can athletes be doing with their nutrition to make sure that they're fully recovered for the next uh, competition or match? In nutrition, we have to think also in terms of hydration. So water, the the level of water is important. Um, and it, the nutrition, if you you can see the difference, for example, in the judo or like uh, combat uh, athletes that have like weight uh, to lose some some of the days, and uh, before competition. Um, this lack of food, this lack of correct hydration, uh, it's it's vital for their sleep. Normally, they don't recover between sessions. They don't recover between days. They sleep, but they, the, the sleep is 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 awful. They don't they cannot rest because it's during the sleep that our body is going to refuel all the, the all the, the 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 tank that he needs to to for for the next days and for the next training. Uh, it's also during the sleep that we are going to to reconstruct some of the of the muscle that we lost during the activities, like physical activity. So, the, the or training or strength training or etc. is during the sleep that we recover the muscle mass, that we recover some of the of the and reboot some of the the glucose levels that we we need. Um, so the correct energy intake um, it's vital for the recovery. Because if the body is, is not having the correct energy intake during the sleep, it's going to or spend way more energy to try to find 
that energy intake that he needs to to rebuild muscle mass and to rebuild the, the and to refuel the tank, or actually it's going to to get in an alert situation where he just like pop and say, okay, you need to to eat something, you need to drink something because we don't have the enough amount of of uh, of food or or water to supply what we need. So normally, for example, for combat athletes, what 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 they refer is that they in the middle of the night they wake up. Like because they, and they don't they don't fall asleep in a deep sleep because they wake up feeling that they are thirsty, feeling that they are like um, in a in a stress situation because it's the it's the alert of the body saying okay you don't have enough uh, fuel to to refill the what we need so um, that's why like the energy the correct energy intake and the balance between the energy intake is so important to sleep also. Perfect. Perfect. So obviously that covers kind of like that base of the pyramid, which you said, right? So yeah. when we start to build up that pyramid, what are some other options which athletes could be using to, to improve their recovery? Yeah, so basically this is like the base of the pyramid is like 90% of the things. If you do this well, and it's, there's no money implied, obviously that the nutrition has an important part on the, on the investment of the athlete. But um, if you have the, this base of the pyramid is like 90% of it, uh, the other 10% you can choose other modalities that you that you use so they're like the 90 percent is like this brief topics but then you have like 10 percent of the things that you can do that helps in certain situations and in this 10 percent we have a lot a lot a lot of things so we have like the, the heat we have the cold we have like the the passive approaches like massage or like the foam rolling or like the 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 um, tarragons or the um, the pulse rolls uh, we have like active strategies like uh, aerobic uh, recovery and uh, like aerobic exercise or like more into a um, a low level of uh, of, uh, of strength uh, training. Uh, we have like also some supplements or some some things that we can add in terms of the nutrition. We have a lot of different stuff that we can apply, but those things are the ten percent. Obviously, that they are. They are um, they are important in some some aspects. For example, as talking of, of combat sport or contact sports, as rugby, as uh, American football, as uh, as uh, judo, sometimes the ice or the, the analgesic parts of the ice or the, the contact with the contrast between the ice and the cold, uh, the the cold and the and the, the heat, can make a huge difference. For example, recovering or or, or recovering the sensation or, or decreasing the muscle pain, for example. And um, and if the athlete decreases the muscle pain and decreases the pain that he feels, probably he could cope better with the, with the stress of that pain. Probably getting to bed a little bit like uh, more relaxed. Probably getting a better sleep and recovering well. So those ten percent in in some specific times can make the difference, but they are still ten percent of it. So and. There's still a lot of like conflict evidence about each one of these topics. Obviously, that the most uh, um, discussed and the most um, studied is the ice, the, the application of the ice, and it's one of the most one of the most effective um, in terms of, of recovery because of the effect of the the, the perception of the body, the the feeling of uh, less pain during the uh, after the, the the application of the ice. So the analgesic part of the ice has a huge role in recovering uh, because normally the athlete feels better after it. Uh, obviously that the, you can mix it with contrast with the, with the, with the heat and like make like a vascular pump. Uh, 
to to help to recover some uh, some uh, small small muscle damage, and uh, but still the the evidence is 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 uh, has the conflicts has some conflicts, and uh, obviously it's also very usable user dependable. So basically, if you feel better with it, it's a good recovery strategy. If you don't feel good with it, it's not. I think that's some uh, some really good advice. And obviously, I'm I'm interested to hear how you pull all this together, right? So, um, you were at the the European Games recently. Um, how have you used that with with athletes that you work with? Can you give us a case study as to to how you've optimized recovery in in one or more athletes during that time? Yeah, sure. So, um, the context of uh, Olympic Games and European Games is a little bit different from uh, from uh, the context of the normal competitions because you don't you don't know the athletes go there normally they, they don't know uh, at the detail the place where they are going to be how it's going to be the conditions there how it's going to be the schedules of the buzzes and etc 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 so uh, it's a different setting of competition uh, obviously that it's a it's adapted to the athletes and to the sports but at the same time is a multi-sport event so it's not an event for example just for like uh, the world championship of judo or the world championship of gymnastics, it's all focused on the schedules of those gymnasts. No, it's a multi-sport event. So they organize everything. They organize, obviously that they organize it well. Uh, most of the, 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 the settings are prepared, but at the same time, you stay on a villa together with all the athletes. Uh, there's a, a medical sport for all the athletes. Um, some some sports, some uh, team sports bring their physios or their entourage, but most of the sports uh, have like a medical support for all the teams, for all the sports. So it's the setting is different. So the main problem on this setting is the athlete doesn't know exactly how is going to be the food, uh, how is going to be the sleep. Uh, they are going to share a room probably. They are going to, to share a room sometimes with the athletes that they, that they don't know from other sports. It's, it's, it's interesting at the same time, but you can have different schedules. Uh, you don't have, you don't know the logistics of the transports for the, for the, for the training fields, for the, uh, for the, the, the field of play. So the hardest part on this multi-sport events is the, the, the settings, the logistics around the, the, around the, the, the athlete, because the athlete doesn't control it. So what we aim to do is try to, in advance, try to prepare all the things, try to prepare all the support of the athletes, try to see what are the specific needs for the athletes, try to see the schedules, and at this, uh, in advance, try to create the perfect setting for the athletes. In these European games, it was uh, uh, the logistics was uh, was was our main uh, challenge, and we I guess we could do it because like. We had like a different settings with distances that, for example, for 15 minutes, one hour, half an hour distance between the villa, the main village, athletes, athletes village, and the field of play. But uh, we could do it because because in advance we prepared the things, we prepared the creo, you prepared the the meal time, we prepared the lunch boxes that are needed. So um, in advance we tried to see what were the main schedules, what were the main things that the athletes need what they are used to do or not because for example in uh, it's different to, tr to to handle an athlete of badminton or taekwondo or muay thai or judo or uh, or beach handball the, the needs are different 
And uh, so we aim and created a list of the needs of the athletes in advance um, to prepare uh, the perfect setting of recovery. One of the problems for also for us was that in Poland, it gets the daylight gets like at 5 a.m. it's day. So at 5 a.m. you have like the daylight popping out on the window. Um, we, are, we already knew that problem. So the organization already knew that problem and uh, the, the Portuguese Olympic Committee in advance prepared like some blackouts to put on the windows. Um, and and I also provided like uh, some, um, some ice uh, sheets just to, 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 to try to see if the athlete needed a little bit more uh, dark to prepare the, the, the sleep and to sleep better. So with that, we just uh, prepared the blackouts for all the, 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 the rooms for the athletes that feel that they need to do it. Because for example, for uh, uh, fencing, fencing started the training at uh, 6.45 a.m. So probably at 5 a.m., 5.30, for them to wake up at that time with normal daylight will, will be good. But at the same time for athletes that had like a game till like for example, beach handball till uh, 9.30 with an hour coming back, having dinner later, et cetera, et cetera. They needed to sleep a little bit better. So obviously that five, waking up at 5 a.m. with six hours of sleep was not positive. So we just adapted the rooms also with the blackouts. Um, and in terms of nutrition, there was a huge concern for the organization. And actually it worked well because they had several options. And sometimes we just advised uh, because we have a nutritionist working with us with working with the Olympic Committee and we also have like formations and, and, and meetings before so as a medical team we all knew what what was supposed to 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 give and to and to proper uh, fool the athletes so we just advised the athletes to choose wherever they they, they need in terms of, uh, of energy intake after the competition and um, and we had like a creole pool um, that, that that was the basic. But afterwards, we have the the creo pool. We have like the massage guns. We had like uh, some um, some uh, passive uh, strategies that they they could use depending on the settings. Uh, obviously, that for example, we we assessed if the, the athletes, for example, finish at nine. Probably the passive approaches are were not like were not perfect to do it. Like it's not there. It's better for him to sleep better than to being massaged for half an hour or doing the creo for 10 minutes uh, and instead of sleeping and eating well. So we just assessed, for example, even with treatments, it's really needed to treat the athletes at 10.30 p.m. It's really needed. Uh, if it's not, if we can use the, 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 the an hour or half an hour or 45 minutes or an hour and a half, what? on the next day to treat before the competition, probably it's better for, because he's going to recover better and the treatment is, is going to be better the next day. So there were like, we can divide this, this conversation in five topics. So um, prepare the mission. So in terms of multi-sports event, prepare the mission well, know the, 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 the environment, know the setting and try to prepare in advance. Okay, so for example, know that the time of the daylight is like for it starts to get day at 4 4 30 in the, in the morning and at 5 in the morning it's day so prepare the setting and know your athletes so make a, a screening of the athletes the max as you can uh, obviously that uh, 220 athletes it's hard to do an assessment but we try we try that max um 
adjust the time schedule and the in and then in competition um, advise the athletes for what's the best strategy and at the same time prepare yourself to uh, adapt yourself to the to the schedules and to the best strategy so in terms for example as a physiotherapy i'm not choosing to treat at hours that i feel that the athlete is not going to recover so i have to prioritize the athlete and not prioritize myself in terms of the schedule so if it's better to treat that 9 a.m. I'm not going to sleep a little bit more, or not going to be doing some something else because I'm I'm prioritizing the athlete and I'm prioritizing myself. So, absolutely excellent, Joao. Massive thanks for your advice, time, and effort. Where can people find a little bit more about you? So uh, I guess social media uh, and uh, and Twitter. Uh, I'm not using Twitter that much, but I'm I'm going to start to use it. I just created that. Uh, not long ago, so still getting used to Twitter. Just now, I'm more a voyeur than than an active <laughs> user, but uh, but uh, aiming to use it. And uh, and Instagram, like my Instagram page, uh, it's also like a professional and and personal. But I use it to 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 communicate and to advise people that uh, need some advice or need some uh, some some things. So perfect. And what what are those uh, links? What was the handle on those? Uh um social media yeah uh Jot, it's basically my first name is a uh, j so in francisco almeida it's the my second last name so they are the the, the two main links so is with the j francisco almeida so you can find it Perfect. you can find me there and uh and I actually like just any doubt anything you people can uh can uh, dm me and uh, and we talk Perfect. Thank you very much for your time and everybody and I look forward to speaking soon. Yeah, me too, man. Me too. See you soon and thank you one more time for the opportunity. Thank you. And that's it once again. A massive thanks to Joao for all of his hard work on today's podcast. I really appreciate it. I'm sure you do at home too. Before you leave, I want to point you in the direction of the Science Sport Coach Academy. The Coach Academy is an overgrowing library of sports science courses which are broken down into bite-sized chunks. So if you enjoyed today's podcast and you want to get some more great sports science information, you have to do is hit the link in the show notes you can get into the coach academy completely free for the next seven days and in addition you'll get a certificate of completion for every course which you complete and if you have enjoyed today's podcast it'd be fantastic if you could recommend us to a coach a colleague an athlete or a friend that means that we can keep bringing the best possible guests and the best possible content and that's it once again a massive thanks from me i'm matt solomon for science support and i'll speak to you next week